You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily 2-Minute Drill. Welcome back to Bechuel Daily, presented by Ben MGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it's time now for our weekly installment of the two-minute drill. To guide us along this journey is our fearless leader and the tattoo artist who just applied Aaron Rodgers' latest dragon tat. It's Paul Aspen. Uh, where would dragon tats rank? If I had, I mean, Jake, you're a tat guy. Where power rank, Where's the power rankings on a dragon tattoo? What, outside what of does movie? that mean, he's a tat guy? You, how many you got? He's our uh, tat on, full got, sleeve. Um, oh, no, seven, seven, one, two, you three, do not. four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. You know, more than you know three, the you're a tat guy. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what? what's the number now? Eight. Three? Eight? Yeah. You forgot about one? Can yeah, you see all of them? Yeah, I, f- I forget can, about this one on my wrist sometimes. Can you see all ba- <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're Basically, all I'm on asking, my arms. Basically, I'm asking if you have a tramp stamp. That's that's no, I do not. So there, there's arms. room. There's room for a dragon. Some might say. Oh, yes, but I, I would there's never do that. Theater. I personally would not do a dragon. But oh, man, why? Like if anywhere the or just back the Super there? Bowl, Joe needs a, a bearded dragon tattoo of his pet. That oh. would be awesome. Wait, I would pay. I would pay for that. I would pay for Joe to get a tattoo of his son's bearded dragon. That would be awesome. (laughs) The bearded. I'm so. It's so sad. The bearded dragon is going to be forgotten about because today the puppy arrives. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm. I'm very concerned for Luke. So <laughs> my no Fred doesn't get an alarm. So I'm very concerned for Luke. I'm going to have to be buddies with this guy because uh, he's going to be about for sure. There's Luke on the show. When. It, it's not me. I don't know who it is. Apparently a Santa has been hired. There's going to be a Santa upstairs in a few hours delivering a puppy. Don't ask. Aww. <laughs> Wait, I who's love Luke? this. Listen, what kind of dog? That's a lot of pageantry for a puppy announcement. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That's a lot. You, and you think I had anything to do with any of it? Like, you well, know no. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. It's, I feel like in all the movies, I roll it's my eyes. Just the puppy's in like a, a box, like a gift wrapped box, and then it climbs out. Yeah. Oh, he's surprise, delivering I'm here. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, right. Everything's gonna be this could out. be anything. What? I, you might not know how much is this Santa making off this like five minute job? Oh, like I didn't. Yeah, Jake's, know. Jake's for hire. I I, I didn't. 
Dude. Yeah, I would have done it. For, I would have done it for like fifty bucks, less. Uh, Thirty. Dude, you know you should look at what these guys are getting paid. Imagine what they at get a on Christmas Eve night to go to a house. Yeah, I, well, I don't oh, know man. what it is, but but they're it's a lot getting of money banged. to lie to your kids, personally. But <laughs> it's a lot of money to what? What would you rather? Well, my whole thing is like, look, it's like, it's done. My son's in fifth You don't grade. bring him into your house. Like, that's that's too that. far. No, I think but. I think the mother-in-law knows the guy. Whatever, I don't care. I, don't <laughs> I got a guy. I got a Santa. Your mother-in-law <laughs> has an inn with a Santa for hire. Well, there's a Santa, Santa every year baby. at Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, she. There's always somebody. Last year it was me. She knew me, so it was go to the basement, go get changed. You've got to be Santa because the kids know it's Grandpa. And they're asking a lot of questions. <laughs> so tough. now he's got to oh. be in the room and you got to go do it. Okay. I'm not doing this next year. Oh, one man. time deal. There were some dirty jokes well, told by last year's Santa. I'll tell you that much. But anyways. Shocker. It's on brand. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, that that. Let's come to the minus 1,000. That was going to happen. <laughs> Let's uh, set up for Aaron, can you imagine? Aaron, would you have died? Like, I'm dressed up as Santa. I'm having people come on my lap. What? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right. No. Football. Not what I meant. Thank you. It's a gun. the 49ers. Total of 47. Quickly around the horn. Seahawks, Niners. Total. <laughs> Any look in this game. How was Start David Dexter tweet? What is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Yeah, a few words. Of <laughs> he was giving out this crazy parlay. Anyways, uh, Niners. I got nothing. Oh. I got nothing on Niners Seahawks. Uh, after, I know we just saw this game, saw Thanksgiving night. It was a beatdown. Uh, it, it looks like the running backs are going to be all right. They were limited, both limited in practice for Seattle. I, I'm tempted by Seattle getting double digits in a divisional matchup, revenge on their mind, but I'm not going to be betting it. How about you guys? I would not lay it with San Francisco. That's what I, that's all I'm getting at after their big revenge game. Mm, yeah, I think with all their key players healthy, I will lay it with the Niners. Like they're the, they're for real. They're the team to beat right now, so I don't have a problem with it. I will lay it with the Niners, but also, too, the prop I like the most would be uh, Christian McCaffrey over 13 and a half receiving yards as his longest catch at minus 120 on BetMGM. Big thing here is, and I talked about this yesterday on Let's Be Sharper, that you have to trust the 49ers that they can pass out of condensed formations and do it efficiently. And it's going to keep the Seahawks uh, injury-laden defense uh, guessing a lot. Younger guys, not exactly sure what to get. The tells are going to be a lot easier for the 49ers to recognize all that good stuff. And in that last meeting, they were throwing a lot out of bunch packages. They're going to do the same thing again. I don't think we should be surprised by that. So lather, rinse, repeat, lay the points. All right, let's uh, do a double header for the Monday Night Football dub- double header. Talk about either, both, whatever angles you like for both games. Titans plus 13 at the Dolphins, total of 46.5. Packers minus 6.5 at the Giants. I know Joe's back in Tommy DeVito, total of 36.5. Yeah, yeah and, uh, in the first game with the Dolphins and the Titans, I'm a little surprised that this has come down a little bit, maybe a little support on the Tennessee side. Obviously, just a number grab. You look at it, Tennessee – Awful on the road. They are 0-6 this year. And the Dolphins destroy 
in South Beach. 5-0 and on the season. Offensive numbers off the charts. Two has been great at home throughout his career. And, you know, you just look at that matchup of the passing offense for the Dolphins against the passing defense for the Titans. And it looks like they're going to be missing their best guy in the defensive line in Jeffrey Simmons. He's been not, not practicing this week due to a new in, knee injury. This one could be just a big time blowout. If I'm betting Titans Dolphins, I would go with the heavy favorite, but I do like the dog in the other game. Give me Tommy DeVito getting six and a half, seven against the Packers. We're going too far on Green Bay. I do like what they're building. It looks like Jordan Love is real, but um, a lot of injuries hanging in the balance, too. We'll get clarity on Saturday uh, for this, but a lot of questions about uh, some of these key players for the Packers. So I'm going to take all those points with the Giants. I love Tommy DeVito and his chicken cutlets. A lot of buzz around him right now. He's, he's like a fan favorite. <laughs> Paul's rolling his eyes, but uh, I am looking at DeVito over on his passing props that may make my list for lightning bets. Uh, I'm staying away from a side in that game. In terms of Dolphins-Titans, I think this could be a blowout. Miami, they've just got so many weapons, so much speed offensively. King Henry should be back. That could be great for the Titans, but I still don't think it's going to be enough against this Dolphins team. It certainly will not be, Aaron. I mean, what is it about Miami that you can't just love, especially in this matchup? Like, could Tyreek Hill go nuts? Maybe an alt number there. Something I know we can talk about on Monday because I I think Hill could go nuts here. Could be his best game of the season uh, against that secondary. As far as Packers-Giants, I think one of the narratives that we have to accept now is that Jordan Love has to have all of his pieces. Whenever he's missing guys, I think that makes him a good bit more vulnerable. So, Joe, I completely agree agree with you that we need to look at that injury report really carefully. Now, if they have everybody, yes, the line will move, but I will be more than okay with it, and they probably won't react enough, the market will. So that game I'm going to put on hold for now, but as far as Titans-Dolphins, lay the points. Like, they're going to go nuts. All right, Army-Navy, speaking of low totals like last night, even though we saw a – High scoring game last night. This one's in a category of its own, as we all know. Army minus three versus Navy. Total of 27 and a half. Are you going under, Joe? Every year we're having this conversation. Oh, but it's so low. The number's so low. And then the the total still goes under that number. 16 and two in their last 18 meetings. The last 20 years, service academy games, 50 10 and 2 to the under. 50, 10, and 2 to the under. Last few years, it's gone from the 40s to the 30s, and now we're into the 20s, and it's still going under. Looks like we're going to have some weather involved, so yeah, I can't really fight against it. There's going to be a lot of running here in this game, so I'm going to say under 27 in the hook, as gross as it is. Death, taxes, and Army, Navy, unders. I'll be on it as well. Mm-hmm. Is it going to end? Could it end this weekend? Sure. But why bet against it? I'll be betting the under once again. 
Whenever you're looking at totals this low, and I know Iowa was also part of this conversation a lot, you got to look at special teams to see if the punters will do well. And I think they will. You look at average field position for both Army and Navy all season long, and it looks like they both rank in the top 50 in that regard. The punters Mm -hmm. will be used early and often here, and I think these offenses will be in bad spots, having to go almost the length of the field to be able to score here, and they won't. The red zone offense will sputter with all those rushing attacks. They will settle for a lot of field goals. So, yes, we will have another under in Army-Navy. All right, let's do weekend leaders before we get to NBA or Heisman. So, only passing yards leaders and rushing yards leaders for Sunday are posted. One that jumped out to me was James Cook at 45-1 to against, again, a soft Mm. Kansas City uh, rushing defense. But passing or rushing... Uh, could be an alt number two if you want, uh, but anyone you got circled there. I'm shocked that Strauss is the second favorite. That doesn't make any sense. During our breakdown at the Jets game, we were talking about how the number is only 217 in the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, look, there's a reason that there's some totals that are so low. And then I, I'm looking at these shootout games for the passing. It's just like, yeah. And I still find value at Josh Allen at about 10 to 1 to be the passing leader in this spot. like, Yeah, I don't mind that at all. And that Chiefs passing defense, not as strong as they were in the first half of the season. So I, I, I think that has value. When you talk about Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs, and then you're looking for value, like it's tough to imagine some of these other qu- quarterbacks down the board are going ha- to be in that ballpark with passing yards um, that we're going to see at the very top. So even though fourth favorite, Seems not great, but 10 to 1. That's still a good number. Gosh, this is tough because I like the favorites. Oh, man, where should I go? I really want it to be Purdy, but they'll be up so big. I'll go Jalen Hurts. Let's go Jalen Hurts in a game that should be a shootout. 10 to 1. Of course. Of course you would. Of course you would. How is Justin Herbert the seventh shortest on this board that makes no sense to me at 11 to one here like it's possible that this broncos defense could come back down to reality so there is that element we like herbert a lot as a passer this game's going to be played indoors in socal all these conditions lead me to believe that it could be a higher scoring game so why not back a quarterback who you can trust will have a bunch of passing yards and not to mention too i do wonder with austin eckler uh, and maybe he's, you know, taking a step back a little bit in terms of overall physicality and, and speed, things like that. Maybe they're just not going to run as much. Maybe they're going to rely on the pass a little bit more, especially if this game goes back and forth. Game script is another element why I feel like Herbert can win this thing at 11 to 1. All right, two for one NBA championship or Heisman, Lakers laying, I believe, five, um, or Heisman, where Jaden Daniels is an overwhelming favorite. Uh, we got about. 90 seconds yeah i mean i'm with paul let's go let's go pacers i know people are gonna say it's gonna be the lakers i i'll roll with the pacers and yeah it's gonna be Jaden daniels there's a reason he's the overwhelming favorite it's gonna be that outlier season where it's not a player that makes that 14 playoff it's just statistically blows everyone else out of the water in in a year in which the heisman favorite kept changing Every single week, it's going to be a quarterback with three losses. 
Well, someone has to be the contrarian. I will say it is the Lakers. Sorry, Paul, but LeBron wants this championship. He needs the MVP. Oh. He's It's Hater. his ego. He's got to have it. He's got to cement himself in history here. So I say All right, chicken cutlets over here. <laughs> Tommy DeVito. Heisman. Got that oh, gosh. I have no idea who is winning the Heisman, to be honest. I'll pass on that one. Jaden Daniels is winning the Heisman. No question there. And the Lakers <laughs> will win the in-season tournament from Optostats. In the last game, LeBron James, most points on either team, most assists on either team, best field goal percentage, three-point shooting, free throw shooting, fewest turnovers on either team. LeBron James wants this, and he's going to get it. That's who's winning wow. the in-season tournament. Mm. This is BetQL Daily Faders. presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are lightning nuts. bets, our favorite plays for the weekend and wangs and stuff right here on the BetQL Network. <laughs>